Welcome to the KPMG Financial Reporting Podcast Series, delivering fresh insights and perspectives around major accounting and financial reporting developments across a range of timely topics. We thank you for joining today. Hello, I'm John Barbagallo, a Managing Director at KPMG. And in today's episode, I have the pleasure of discussing the accounting for and disclosure of government assistance with one of my colleagues in KPMG's Department of Professional Practice, Shoshana Feldman. Shoshana spends a great deal of time working with engagement teams and clients on the issue of government assistance, and I want to thank her today for joining us. Okay, Shoshana, as I usually do, I like to begin our podcast by level setting. So back in November of 2021, the FASB issued ASU 2021-10 on government assistance. So tell us why the FASB issued that ASU and what the ASU is all about. Thank you, John. U.S. GAAP has long had a lack of specific guidance on accounting for government grants and government assistance. The FASB considered whether to add a project to its technical agenda on accounting for government grants in 2014. Ultimately, they decided to add a project to its agenda that focused on disclosure requirements on a broader category of government assistance. This was really as a response to the increase that we were seeing in the frequency and amount of government assistance that was being granted to business entities. We had seen a response due to the COVID-19 pandemic and also the IRA and CHIPS programs that expanded assistance related to clean energy, climate change, and research and innovation. So what were business entities doing to account for this government assistance with this lack of specific guidance? Not-for-profit business entities had specific guidance codified in subtopic 958-605. But if you were not a not-for-profit business entity, these other business entities needed to follow the guidance in FASB Topic 105 that advises companies to look at similar transactions in the scope of other topics and create an accounting policy to apply those other topics by analogy. So there were some business entities that were analogizing to the not-for-profit guidance in subtopic 958-605. There were some business entities looking to the guidance in subtopic 450-30 on accounting for gain contingencies. And there were also business entities looking to topic 606 on revenue from contracts with customers for those instances where the government was not a customer, but they still felt like those transactions were similar in nature and therefore created an accounting policy that analogized to that guidance. There were still more entities that looked outside of US GAAP to the guidance codified in IFRS under IAS 20, accounting for government assistance. So the FASB's disclosure only ASU, like you mentioned, that was issued in November of 2021, is applicable to business entities. It is not applicable to not-for-profit entities that are already in the scope of subtopic 958-605, and also does not apply to employee benefit plans in the scope of 960, 962, and 965. It is disclosure only, and it is only for those entities that had applied either a grant model under IAS 20 by analogy or a contribution model under subtopic 958-605 by analogy. Thanks, Shoshana. That's interesting. So if I heard correctly, you say the scope of ASU 2021-10 applies 
only if you applied IAS 20 or 958-605 by analogy. So what if a company applied another accounting model by analogy? It's a great question. The scope of Topic 832, which was created by this specific ASU, is narrow in scope. And so if you applied a different topic by analogy, these disclosures do not apply to you and you're not required to provide them. Okay, Shoshana, so ASU 2021-10 introduced disclosure-only requirements for business entities into U.S. GAAP. So what about recognition, measurement, and presentation? So the FASB, like we had said, had narrowed the scope to increase transparency about the government assistance that entities were receiving to more timely provide that information to users and investors. But they continue to have a research project on their agenda on accounting for government grants. And so to expand on that research, they issued an invitation to comment in June of 2022 that asked stakeholders whether as a first step to incorporate additional guidance on recognition, measurement, and presentation, if the FASB should look to incorporate the guidance that many companies were analogizing to under IAS 20. The comment period for that invitation to comment ended in September of 2022, and the FASB received only 31 responses to that invitation to comment, and most of those were from practitioners. The FASB is still interested to receive more feedback from preparers and investors, and is performing additional outreach to evaluate um, what they will do next with this research project. Thanks, Shoshana, very helpful. So of the 31 responders to the invitation to comment, was, you know, were they generally supportive of the IAS 20 model? There were a good number of responses that were supportive in starting with IAS 20, but there were also challenges acknowledged with the guidance in IAS 20. Many responded that there was implementation guidance lacking from IAS 20 and that they would be interested in the FASB providing more implementation guidance. Additionally, there were others that expressed an interest in the FASB considering incorporating guidance from 958-605 because there are still many companies that analogize to that guidance. So we'll have to see after the FASB performs this additional outreach, what other kind of feedback they receive to see how they are, will move forward with the project. Yes, Roshana, thank you. So interesting that, you know, it's still a research project at this point um, and lots to, uh, lots to talk about, lots for the FASB to deliberate, but you know, if you had your crystal ball, what are your thoughts on timing of the FASB's research project, you know, on coming on the technical agenda and then incorporating IES 20 into U.S. GAAP? The FASB has continued to receive feedback that reaffirms stakeholders' interest in getting this guidance into U.S. GAAP, but I think that the staff is still interested in making sure that they've performed a thorough amount of outreach to preparers and investors. So I think it will still take a few more months for them to have gathered that outreach feedback to then evaluate whether they will bring the project onto the technical agenda for more detailed work. I think it will still be some more time until we see an active project and a draft of proposals, but I know that there is a lot of interest to see something soon. So hopefully we will see the FASB um, continue to prioritize this project in the near term. Yeah, thanks, Shoshana. Yeah, I would expect that this would come on the technical agenda at some point, because as you mentioned, there is interest and a need for the recognition, measurement, and presentation guidance. So, Shoshana, thank you very much for spending time chatting with us today. Uh, that was a great overview 
of how the FASB has addressed government assistance for business entities. And I'm certainly looking forward to speaking with you on future podcasts. Thanks again. Thank you for listening to this KPMG Financial Reporting Podcast. For more in-depth financial reporting developments, analysis, and podcast episodes, please visit frb.kpmg.us and be sure to subscribe today. Also, we're social. You can also follow us on LinkedIn at KPMG Financial Reporting View or with hashtag KPMGFRV.